So if you say the ACC runs through you, guess what, buddy? You got to back it up. P.J. Hall gave Armando Baycott the business. We'll talk about Clemson's second time winning in Chapel Hill. We'll also talk about some of the teams that are trying to buy for a spot in the NCAA tournament. Why we can argue a case for several who seem to still be on that bubble and why Virginia might just end up winning the regular season ACC. All of that on today's episode of Locked on ACC. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. everybody. This is today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candice Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs of Locked on Wolfpack. Each and every day, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you download, subscribe to the pod from anywhere. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash Locked on to get started. We are talking through some ACC hoops today. Apparently, the ACC runs through Armando Baycott, but he did not quite let P.J. Hall know that. And P.J. Hall had a nice response. Keep chopping wood. And eventually, you'll get that big top 10 win. And that's certainly what the Clemson Tigers did. Kenton, you know, I don't mind talking junk. But one thing about talking junk, baby, you want to back that thing up now. John Shire might not listen to this show, but you know who does? <laughs> You know who does? Mr. Hall. Tyler Mr. Spartanburg. <laughs> Mr. P.J. Hall, listen to this show. You okay. know why? Because you sat up there when I said Armando Baycott has not on both ends of the court risen to the level in the biggest moments. You said, what about against P.J. Hall? And P.J. Hall said, Heard oh, me. He, rose, he rose to the level on defense against me? Moi? Not I. Couldn't be. Not you. Then who? Who stole the cookies from the cookie jar? And PJ said, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Still a win in Chapel Hill. And that's certainly what the Clemson Tigers did. I mean, credit to him, Joe Girard, Shefflin, Shefflin, Shefflin. I think it's Shefflin. I'm going to call it Shefflin, my ATL dog. You know, at the end of the day, everyone played their part, right? They came, popped them straight in the mouth, 15 to 2 to start out. And it was just all Tigers all night. Now, did the Heels come back in this game? Yes. But were they hung over from Duke? It was just very apparent. The crowd was hung over, team was hung over. Coaching style was hung. Everybody, everybody was just not in it, right? They got punched in the mouth and they didn't know how to respond. They can't decide if you know good for ACC, bad for North Carolina. But either way it goes, it was just an off night for the heels. Oh, absolutely. And to think there are right right now, as of this very moment, there are five teams that are within two and a half games of North Carolina for the lead in terms of the ACC regular season crown. Run it. And Clemson is not one of them. Clemson is not one of them. Which is insane. Clemson isn't even in the next bracket, which is four games out. And so this is this is so fascinating to me because, again, this Clemson team showed up, showed up, and dare I say it, when it's winning time, when it was time for Armando to show that the ACC ran through me, when they needed a big stop, and it was time for Armando to put 
say, hey, pump your brakes. Enough. He couldn't do it. When it was time for Cadeau to say, all right, enough. Couldn't do it. When it was time for RJ to step in, he couldn't do it. And lo and behold, lo and behold, the mighty Clemson Tigers have made Tyler from Tyler from Spartansburg okay. a very happy man. A very happy man. He's sleeping like a baby tonight because it turns out that the ACC, when when Armando Bacot says the ACC runs through me, he meant like after a hard night of Taco Bell runs through you. You know that type of deal. You know that, that's that's what he that's what he meant because it this clearly didn't mean that it runs through me as in. I dominate this and all of the rest of you have to kind of revolve around me because that ain't the case. Well, you know, Kim, you're one who taught me about delusions of grandeur, right? You're the yeah. one who like when you really think highly of yourself and in some sports capacities, you really do have to be a little bit insane. Like you Absolutely. have to have some level of insanity to truly believe you are the best of the best. I am wholeheartedly fully invested in that as a former athlete myself. You have to think you are hot fish grease. For okay, sure. cool. Here's the other part of that, though. You have to also respond when tested. When your gangster is tested, you have to come out on top. Not every time, because that's life, but more times than not. And especially with unranked teams, especially with the bigs who big on big. I don't know if it's always going to go in your favor, but you better act like you. Come on. If the other, te- if the other people can't score on the team, listen, it's off night. But if the big is out bigging you, we have a problem. And I, I, got, I got one thing also, Kenton, because Talk to me. you know how we get on this show here and mm-hmm. people always question us, right? Because we're just, you know, two scoundrels trying to figure this one out. But full circle 8231, I'm going to call him by his full government, okay? He said, why are they acting like Big Cat had one good game? Dude been having good games at UNC for the last half decade because he's sure been there that long. You think this season was their first time covering the ACC? Dead face emoji. This whole episode reads as two fans of lower tier teams who are begrudgingly admitting that a player on another team is actually good. You can tell me this whole episode was satire, and I believe it. Hell, I'd actually prefer if it was because then the lack of knowledge, especially regarding prior seasons, would be admissible. Fans of lower tier teams is crazy considering I'm a Carolina girl. But, hey, I'm going to let you have it. I'm going to let you have it. Find it. I guess I mean averaging ten and eight his freshman year was true domination. We've never when you seen called him Mr. Double Double. When you say that he's one of the best to ever played the college game for Carolina, but that's that's what and the thing is, and here's the thing, right? This yes, is why mm-hmm. I love our fans and our listeners, the people who love us, the people who hate us, the people who feel indifferent about us. I specifically said. He can go crazy against a NC State. I specifically said he can go crazy against the Virginia Tech, against the whoever. He does not do it on the biggest stages in the biggest moments. Do we need to pull up the national championship game? Because I'm not even trying to be funny at this point. And mind you, I didn't say, oh, he disappears offensively. I said take over the game on both sides of the ball especially as a big if you're a perimeter defender with all due respect you can you can be a great perimeter defender and not have as much of an impact 
on the on the game defensively as a great interior defender is because it's just numbers in the way this thing works out. You can stop one guy from shooting the ball or one guy from getting his spots, one guy from doing what he does if you're a great perimeter defender. If you're a big and you're a great defender, if you're a big and you not just offensively put on the show, because that was never the question. If anybody said, Ken, do you believe that Armando Baycock can put up a double-double in the big game? Duh. Yeah. But if you're asking me, can he take the game over? That's a different conversation, which we saw again tonight, did we not? Listen, I've always wanted him to be more than just a give-and-go guy, right? Like, be be more than that, right? I asked you all offseason to find a jumper. You couldn't do that. Now you're trying to shoot threes. Can't, can't, can't do that. You're trying to be funny, and you're over here wasting possessions. That's your business. But what I won't allow is for y'all to sit up here and tell us that we ain't with our two eyeballs telling y'all that he is not going to be the change agent and difference maker for Carolina to continue to have success. It is going to be that guard play, which Elliot Cadeau is going to have to grow up today. I'm trying to tell you something. And 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 the crazy part is, and the, the crazy part of this, this whole thing is, and it's so interesting to say, it's almost as if we haven't watched uh, UNC play in the past few years. Because if you watch this show in the past few years, I have ridden, I have rolled till the wheels fell off for Armando Bacon. And I, have. as much really as I have. didn't like doing it, but then the, the more I watched him, the more I realized he, he can get it done offensively. Any night, he's a threat offensively and on the glass. But defensively, I mean, there's a reason. Liability. That he has, there's a reason he hasn't gone to the NBA. The, the, and there's two major ones to me. The game outside of 10 feet, a committed post move that you know he can go to every time. Well, three, really. A committed post move that you know this will work against NBA caliber defenders, and I can go to this. This is in my bag. And the third, he's not that level of defender. He's not a plus defender to where you're like, because Armando's on the court, our defense just got better. He doesn't play bully ball to me. I'm not going to try to make this a big out bash show, but he doesn't – bully people to get to the rim he 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 bullies people he can bully but we all know in our famous who's our guy bullies get bullied yeah and and the thing is and the thing is and the worst part about having this conversation is now it seems like we're saying he played poorly in this game which he didn't he didn't that's not what we're saying it's when you when it's winning time you need to take over and dominate in all forms Right. Maybe he needs to watch winning time, right? Maybe he needs to watch the captain. Maybe he needs to go ahead and just find that inner chi. Yeah, well, and, and like you said, and like you said, I wouldn't even say, hey, Baycott and his, you know, deficiencies defensively is why they lost this game. There are many other reasons. We've talked about Elliot Cadeau being self-checked for a while. Clemson exploited that. They, in essence, took the ball out of his hands because they said, you know what? If Elliot can hit open three, we'll give it to him. If Elliot can knock down a, a off the dribble mid ranger, we'll give it to him. We'll give it to him. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna sag off him to make sure that their actual stars have a tough time at it, and they lived with that. They were okay with that, and and so you know there were many reasons outside of of Baycott why this game went the way it did. Like you talked about the hangover effect, the hangover after massive win. That team was not locked in from the jump. And they when they did get locked in, boom, 
there was like a switch flip, and this was a totally different team that we were watching. But to start off a game, what was it, 15 to 2? You Correct. can't you Correct. cannot do that in this ACC. No. You can't. Credit you know to them for doing. fighting back. Credit yeah. to them for fighting back. But again, you put yourself in that situation that ultimately made it so that you had to be darn near perfect in the second half, and they were. Fell up just fell just short. The hangover looked crazy. All right, the Super Bowl is so close. We want to make sure that you guys are ready to roll. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, if you're liking me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. They've got everything you need, which players score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join and get 200 in $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up today. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, Kenton, you know, number three, North Carolina is taken down by unranked Clemson. A lot of people said, hey, you know, it just bees like that. But more importantly, smile. That's great for the ACC, who is still fighting for people to get in this bad boy. Clemson certainly has made their case of why they need to get in. Duke is another one, and North Carolina would be the third. But a lot of people are saying Virginia on a fast start. So if you could remind us just real quick, for the regular season, just how many teams are in the hunt, in the runnings, you know, for an opportunity to be the regular season champion? Absolutely. So we talked about the whole deal with how many teams are how close and all that good stuff. Well, here's the breakdown at the moment. North Carolina is atop the conference in terms of conference uh, conference record with a 10 and 2 record. Virginia, who comes from a 2 and 3 conference record to now have the longest winning streak in the conference at seven games, is 9 and 3 in conference and one game behind them. The Duke Blue Devils, 7-3 in conference, two games behind them. NC State, Florida State, and Wake Forest, all 7-4, exactly two and a half games back. So those are the teams with a realistic shot at catching um, North Carolina for the conference. And I find that to be appalling because many of these teams have to play North Carolina for their first time or play them again. And this is why it's like, oof. Now hear me, hear me, hear me. Florida State, they make an NCAA tournament. I think they should. I think they should. But because again, the ACC, when they get in that tournament, they act a fool every time. They Virginia, Virginia making that tournament? Now, Virginia is the one. Who oh, Virginia got to make it. Virginia got to make it. Did they act a fool in the tournament? That's all right. I'm trying. Right. Their national ch- the Tony got him a natty. It might be a fluke, but we can talk about it. We can all talk right. about it. We can talk all about right. it. It might all be a right. fluke. All right. I will say this. He has lost the double-digit seeds in the first round more times than he's won national championships. But winning a national championship is really – I was almost, almost lost our clean rating. Really freaking hard. Really, really hard. It's a very difficult task to do. Wake Forest deserves to be in the NCAA tournament? Find mm. it. Find it. So, so here's, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. If Wake Forest continues to play the ball that they've been playing in terms of – Winning games and playing good ball, I think they're in. I, to me, to me, everybody above Miami needs to be in. I, that's just my opinion. And I know people are going to tell me it's, it's the ACC bias and whatnot. But the reality is all of the teams in this group except NC State and Wake Forest 
have wins against ranked teams, every single one of them. So I, I, I struggle to say these teams don't have impressive enough resumes when, again, the ACC is a tough conference. Yes, we know that Jordan and James Worthy and David Thompson and Ralph Sampson and company are not walking through that door. Yes, we understand that. We get that. We know Digger Phelps ain't on the sidelines no more. We understand that. We get that. We know that, you know, J.J. Reddick and Christian Legner, they ain't walking through it. These are good teams. These are really good teams that these metrics are fooling people. These narratives are fooling people into thinking, oh, this is a bad team. This is a bad team. The narrative is, oh, Clemson beat you and say, oh, boy, this is just a terrible conference. Not, well, that's a really good team that got beat by another team that's good. Hmm. In the same way that when Kansas loses to one of those unranked in the Big 12, the Big 12 is just a, oh, it's just a slaughterhouse. It's all, they're just, it's a slobber knocker every time those Big 12 teams get together. But for whatever reason, the ACC gets this little brother, oh, ill, ill type of treatment. Yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, when you see Twitter and you see people having these, you know, disingenuous conversations Mm -hmm. or stuff for clicks, things like that, the fact that we are, like, fighting with the Mac, we're being seen as a mid-major, like, it's insane. It's insane a little bit. And uh, I just, I don't know the right answer. I don't know how we turn the page. I know that somebody getting that auto bid, and I feel like it's going to be anybody's game. I don't necessarily think Carolina is a straight shooter. I don't think Duke's a straight shooter. I don't think that Clemson will even be there. It might surprise you and be Florida State, and they figure out the depth that they've always known to be powerful with and end up with the W. Hell, Miami – no, I'm just kidding. But it could be somebody, right, that we weren't expecting. You don't believe in no China company? Here's the thing, right? The way Miami is getting beat – has me very concerned. Like when you have your head coach still sitting on the bench after you know things have gone down, that's a problem. Yeah, but, the last press conference was crazy. They yeah. said, "What changed after the first half? The game," and just walked out. Boy, brother. And the way Wake Forest is finding their confidence. Yes, they dogged walk Georgia Tech tonight. The way Forest State was able to win a close one against Boston College. I think there are just there's confidence around teams that know they can be great. It's just so un- unfortunate that from a national POV, they are seen as little brother because you know full well if given the opportunity, you're gonna take down a Texas Tech. I just feel like that way. You're gonna challenge a Kansas State. I would argue. Purdue's overrated to me as well. I think UConn's it. UConn's the mecca for me. Mm-hmm. UConn's the North Star. Everybody else, you can make a case one way or the other. Shout out to Jesus Shuttleworth. Shout out to Jesus Shuttleworth. <laughs> but uh, no, there's, there's. I mean, listen, I yeah. hear you. I yeah. And I agree. I agree. I think that this conference deserves much more than it's getting. Yeah. And while we talked about UNC losing that game, Clemson also won it. Clemson yep. also came out and dominated early. Joe Girard said, my orange may be different, but the shot's still clean, baby. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? Nothing has changed here. I'm just a little bit older, a little bit wiser, a little bit better at this running the offense type of deal. That's, that's you know, that's a team. Again, and P.J. Hall said, the ACC runs through who? P.J. Chef said, big on big on big. I'm going yeah. to let you know. Yeah, yeah. You don't earn it. And so with that being said, you know, I I look around this conference and I say, 
there needs to be some respect paid. There needs to be so. And you know what's really insane about this conference? Georgia Tech right now is considered a bottom feeder, right? They're three and one against ranked teams. Damon is not playing around when he see that number next to your name. <laughs> when he sees that number next to your name, that team start acting totally different. Yeah, you ain't never lie. All right, let's get real quick here before we land this plane. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die a lot. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Let's land the plane. Let's land the plane. Let's land the plane. We know the women. are going to have about seven, eight teams in that bad boy. Oh, absolutely. And they should. And, and they should. should. Why are we fighting so hard on the men front? Because it ain't like the men's college basketball stage is just so loaded to me. To me, anybody could be up there. Anybody could be down there. Yeah. You got to play the games. Everybody got yeah. about three, four, five, about six losses that they, you know, wish they could get back. Yeah. Well, the, the talent on the women's side is quite literally so undeniable that it's like, it's not even. It's, so, for example, right, I talk all the time about how, you know, if if Hannah Hidalgo was never born, Zoe Brooks would be the freshman of the year by mile. Well, you know, you take her around to all of the power six conferences or so. I think she wins, you know, uh, freshman of the year in at least three or four of them. I think that she's obviously not beating out Juju in, at USC, but that's it. And then if you take Hannah, Hannah beats out everybody and is in a serious conversation with Juju. Like, oh, who's 100%. Who's the who's the gal between these two? Hundred percent. The men's side does not have that same type of cachet in terms of the stars and the big names. Mm-hmm. You've got Elizabeth Kidley, superstar, player of the year nominee for many years straight, ACC player of the year, coming back, dominating her partner in crime, Amor, flatly amazing. You've got so many great players, Olivia Cochran, uh, who is the centerpiece of a, a elite defense. At Louisville, you know what I mean? No Van Lit, no problem. You got Sanaya Rivers, who has some of the most bizarre oh, okay. stat lines that you've ever you seen. No Van Lith. I just, I just had to make sure I thought I heard that crazy because I thought you meant like Haley Van Lith was like a power player, and I just I, I wasn't going for that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying no okay. Van Lith, no okay. problem. They're okay. <laughs> you don't have that same cachet of stars at these schools, with all due <laughs> respect, right? Like you just don't. You just don't have it. If we had that level of start, so for example, if there were some of these stars on the women's side said the ACC runs through me, it would not be met with mocking and derision the way that it was when Baycott said it, and for a reason, right? You well, if they let's say, let's say North Carolina had upset North Carolina State, mm-hmm. and that guard from North Carolina had said that, baby, that would have been a topsy-turvy, you would have never heard the end of it. If, if Deja Kelly said... I no. wasn't going to name her name, but you know. I mean, she she plays in the conference. We got to talk about... If Deja Kelly said, well, you know, Courtney Bancard, they never won in Reynolds, so, you know, that that is not really something we got to consider, seriously. 
But uh, with all in all seriousness, if she to me, but that's the thing though. She had said that, and then the way they the way but, Georgia Amor gave her that business, and that's didn't... I don't think she's on pace for that type of starting. You see what I'm saying? Like I think that there are players in the ACC that are on that level. She's not. You know what I mean? That's just being respectful. That's it. I think she's a very. I good think player. Georgia Amor would never do something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. maybe Sanaya Richards would do something like that. Who knows? Like, they insert your star but, of the but ACC. But that's, but that's what I'm saying. The the cachet is just not there. Like, we can have conversations about a few women, or about a few folks on the women's side of things to say, like, oh, this woman can say that, and, and who's going to check her? But I would also say, argue that you know. You can say that, but literally the very next night you might get got. On the men's oh, side, you might get got. So why would you say that, fool? Uh, well, here's the thing. I don't think anybody should be saying it, but there are people with claims to it on the women's side. There's not a single, like, there's not a single player on the men's side that you're like, this guy has superstar written all over him. RJ For- Davis. RJ Davis definitely has superstar written all over him. We're not playing those games tonight now. Don't piss me off. All don't right. piss me off. All don't. Right. Please don't. RJ's in national play. Okay. Don't. No, no, no. I'm saying superstar written all over him to where it's, uh, if he said that, you can't really argue it meaningfully. But you know why he doesn't say that? Because he lets his game speak for itself. And that's exactly right. what he needed to go but, talk and, to his big counterpart. And they need to go ahead and be on the same page one accord. Just play the game. Just play the game. That's all I ask. They, they call the players only meeting after the last loss. I want to see what they're going to do after this one. I want to see. You they know, better be at that toe on the line and get ready to do some sprints again. Two the, that's two of the last three. That's two Miracle of the last three. on ice. They need to go again. Mm. And they got to go to play Miami. I'm pissed off Miami who just got dog walked by the last team they just lost to. So, yeah, I hate to be them. Mm. Mm. But, but you know, I I I, I just think that the cachet isn't there. Mm-hmm. I, I just think the cachet isn't there in terms of star power. And also, the legends in coaching for the women's side are like, they're in that mode of fully cementing their legendary status in this moment. Coach Ivy cementing her legend, her cementing her legendary status at this moment, and and who she is. Westmore cementing his legendary status. Kenny Brooks cementing who he is and what he is and what this team is. They're cementing that. Walt Coach Walls in uh, mm-hmm. in in Louisville. He's mm-hmm. cementing or cemented rather who like what his teams are, who these teams are. Shire's new. Um, Hubert Davis is new. Who else do you think of in the ACC? Bennett, Bennett is Bennett is a legend. No ifs, ands, or buts about that. You stop playing with Tony Bennett. Right, right, you right, you're right. gonna stop playing with Tony. Right. You, and you're making me defend him during <laughs> February. It's making me upset. It's making me very upset right now. But anyway, you got absolute legends in the game on the women's side, or, or folks who are going to go on to we all know some of these coaches are good there's going to be more final fours there's going to be more national championships there's going to be more of that from all of those coaches you know somebody in that group is going to do those things sure. on the men's side you got Bennett and who else Hubert last year people were calling for his job even though he's doing a hell of a job right now mm-hmm. has been to a natty you have Shire who you and I both feel like conversations need to be had about that they're not happy Mm-hmm. That that's just not happening, but it needs to happen, right? That if if you know, uh, in the words of Coach Jim Harbaugh, folks on third base think they hit a home run when they get home. Hello, Hello. Brother Shire, All come right. on in the room. All but right. then, what other coach would you say is like that that level, right? I think we're both very high on Forbes, 
But nationally, what can you say? What is his cachet nationally? I think that, you know, in the basketball world, Forbes is very much stamped. It's just yeah. the relevance yeah. that you get from a national standpoint. Sure. I think someone who to watch for certainly is Stoudemire. I think he has oh, a lot absolutely. to offer this game. And I think he is going to, he has a very young team that's figuring it out as by way of getting their butt whooped by a Wake Forest. But yeah. that to me is a coach that knows full full well what he's got in him. I think with Clemson and how you recruit Brown, uh, my boy name is it, I want to say Brownwell every time. It's Brownell. Brownell. Brown, Brown. I believe it's Brownell. It's a B. It's a B. I'm pretty, mm-hmm. but I know that he. You know, it's, who wants to come play basketball at Clemson? It's very few and far between, but it's changing. I think he's changed the climate and the culture of what Clemson ba- men's basketball has come to be. So I think it's just very interesting. And then Syracuse can't quite count them out. Because they are hitting a storied program. They got a long yeah. way to go. So shout out to Benny Williams, who's trying to figure out his journey. And, and Benny is brand new at the head coaching ranks. And that's that's what I'm saying. It's You don't have that saying, oh, that's Bayheim's team. We'll give Bayheim and company the benefit of the doubt because that's old Jim. You you yeah. can't play with him. Oh, that's that's this team. You Oh, you beat Coach K versus mm, you beat Shy. You beat Roy Williams versus mm, you beat Hubert Davis. Mm, mm-hmm. mm, you know, I I I think it's not fair. I think it's not right. I think that these teams deserve that love and national cachet. It's just not happening. I 100% agree with you. So what I will say is, you know, like we always do, we have a lot of fans here. We have a lot of dissenters here. Either way it goes, you know, whatever. You clicked it, you viewed it. However, you got to get your time passed. What I, what I want to know is what are your thoughts on not only tonight's game for North Carolina, but how it benefits the ACC? Are you fine with it? Are you cool with it? Are you rocking with it? Are there teams that should be getting more love that aren't? Let us know that. And then from there, who should we be keeping our eye on? Who is that underdog when it comes to the ACC tournament that could potentially get that auto bid, right, as we're looking towards the end of the season? You ain't got a lot of games left. You got a couple chances to get it right. So you better figure it out, figure it out fast. You know, that's just what it is. We'll have more to come here through the rest of the week as we update you on all things ACC hoops, football, and more. So don't want to miss any of it. Check out and catch up on all of the latest episodes. And we're out of here for Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs. Until next time.